listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me. And this podcast where I talk about all kinds of things, uh, zombies, books, writing, uh, movies, uh, superhero movies, all kinds of fun stuff, pretty much whatever I want to talk about. Uh, hey, how's it going? Uh, I missed last week, so this is going to be two weeks worth of stuff into one week, and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, but uh, yeah, anyways, let's get started. Let's uh, Enough of me stalling and trying to figure out where to start, because you know I don't prepare for this. I don't. So, um, if you're new to the show and this is the first episode you're listening to, um, I record these on my way to work, sometimes on my way home from work. Uh, I use the hands-free just headset and uh, record this. So, not being like super distracted or anything. It's just me talking while I'm driving, which I guess can be a little bit distracting, but you know, like uh, no more distracting than a cell phone. Um, anyways, so yeah, if you hear any background noise, that's what that is. This is not a perfect production. It's not a uh, high-budget, awesome, studio, um, pop filter heavy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know what I'm saying. But yeah, anyways, it's real just, just, just off-the-cuff stuff. So anyways, let's get started. Get out of here, intro music. Alright, that's gone. Now I can focus. Anyways, so, uh, two weeks. Um, what's what's happened in two weeks? I don't know. Lots of stuff. Uh, so, two things I want to talk about on this episode are, one, uh, last time we talked on this uh, podcast, talked about Dead Pic- Pixel Pictures, about me and Adam Messer starting up this uh, small little production company that's going to focus in probably like sci-fi and horror. I don't know why I keep saying sci-fi. It's mostly horror, but I, I keep throwing sci-fi in there. I don't know. Um, maybe we'll eventually we'll do some sci-fi stuff, but um, I guess sci- like science fiction is just such a uh, like a broad like broad uh, genre. Like There's just so much that fits in there. Um, so, but anyways, yeah. Uh, so we're going to focus on kind of like low-budget low stuff. And we shot our first little uh, short film not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before, and, um, yeah, it's, it was, it was really cool, um, it's kind of, it's, you know, like, I've, I've shot, like, little, like, little, like, videos and stuff like that before, but, like, I felt like this is, like, the first time that, like, I ever really kind of stepped into, like, a director kind of role, um, uh, like, actually working with, like, like, actors and stuff like that, Um, not just, like, people that I've, you know, wrangled into doing it, (laughs) um, and, yeah, so, like, uh, Adam, uh, I kind of jokingly called him, like, the executive producer, but, I mean, like, he really was, like, the one that kind of, like, pushed to get everything together, and then, like, he was the one that, like, you know, found the actors and stuff like that, and, like, he's, uh, Adam's a lot more organized than me, which is why he has uh, podcast episodes every week, and I have podcast episodes every now and then. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, no, he he did a really good job of just kind of just getting everything all together, uh, 
keeping me kind of focused and stuff like that. Um, so I wrote the, the script for our short and it's going to be uh, like a little short movie for the, the book anthology that's coming out at the end of October, uh, The Devil's Due, um, which is just a collection of short stories um, about sometimes not uh, things not being uh, what they appear and uh, making a deal that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't go good. So, um, yeah, so we had the idea, we wanted to do like, uh, like some like advertising for this, um, this book, this anthology, and we both liked the idea of like, like a book trailer, but like so many book trailers are just like, they're just kind of lame, you know, like, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's almost like a slideshow with like text and like there's a lot of reading which I get it like you're advertising for a book but like in a trailer you don't want to read like you want to see things so uh, anyways we're like kind of like alright well we don't want to do like your normal like book trailer with like you know like like a, an interesting voice and quotes from people who have read the book before you and like you know stock footage and stuff like that so we're like well what if we just like what if we just shoot like like a little short movie for it um and like you know i have just a little bit of background doing like some like mobile filmmaking kind of stuff like not like huge anything but like you know enough to kind of know what i'm doing um I used to work for uh, a church way back in the day, and I worked for the, the TV station there, uh, who, like, you know, we recorded the Sunday services and then put them on on our uh, little uh, low-power TV station, um, and then would send it off to, like, other churches, and they'd put it on their stations kind of deal. Um, but I learned a lot about uh, video editing and, like, uh, and not really, I guess, filmmaking, but, you know, like, production and, like... Uh, like how to produce things so I have like kind of all this like mished mashed uh, like uh, knowledge of, of the of this stuff plus it's something that I've always been interested in and always wanted to do um, you know if you've listened to this podcast before you've heard me mention that when I wrote the first Savannah zombie novel like the idea began as a low-budget zombie movie in high school and uh, just because we were in high school we didn't have any money so it really never got any further than that um, and uh, eventually I, I dusted that off and made it into a, a, a book. So, yeah, it's like the idea of like making movies has always kind of been there. And um, me and Adam, we've been friends for like a few years now. Like I think 2014, 2015. Um, it's like right after uh, the second book in the Savannah Zombie series came out, so I think that came out in 2014, so it was, it was either 2014 or 2015, so yeah, we've been years for like five, almost six years now, and uh, yeah, we've kind of been really good at like like collaborating with things, and like we've really been good at pushing each other creatively, um, I think we're like just, you know, we're just, you know, kindred spirits uh, when it comes to creativity and, and storytelling and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, we had, we were just kind of meeting, just talking about like the upcoming anthology book, came up with the idea of like, well, what if we do like a short film for it? And, um, not only, uh, did we do that, but I was like, Hey, you know, I just thought of this, this dumb idea for like these like zombie videos that we could 
we could do those too. And we were like, well, let's let's just start like a small production company. And that's how Dead Pixel Pictures was was birthed into the world um, over a cup of coffee. And uh, yeah, so we uh, basically we we I mean we jumped on this thing pretty quick. Like normally I'm you know I don't know if you've seen my catalog of podcast episodes but normally I kind of uh, <laughs> take my time doing things um, or if you've been waiting for the third book in the Savannah Zombie series yeah then you definitely know I've been taking my time um, but uh, and it's not so much taking my time but you know like things happen uh, but uh, anyways so yeah we had that meeting oh gosh like maybe like three weeks ago now um we're like all right so like i wrote up a script for this uh this short idea um and it's like it's not like a story from the book it's kind of its own separate thing but it's also like the same like uh the same vibe of what's going in the book um the same type of story uh so yeah we i wrote up the script adam was like hey i got these people in mind for you know the characters all right, do it. Next thing you know, like we got three actors in um, a location, and uh, yeah, Adam Adam kind of was able to pull that all together and uh, really uh, really make things happen. Um, you know, like and I, I think that's a thing for like for me. It's like I don't know. I don't know if it's like it's not that I get scared, but it's just like. I just hate like asking people like, "Hey, would you would you do this?" Like, and I'm like always kind of, I've always got like the fear of like rejection, I guess a little bit still. Um, but uh, I mean, and Adam's just Adam just has this great ability of like knowing people and talking to people and like knowing like, "Hey, I know this person. They uh, they're good at doing this. Let me ask them." And he's just he's just really good at like networking and bringing people together and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, like I said, he was able to pull it all together, and uh, not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before we uh, filmed it. Uh, we met up at like eight o'clock in the morning, shot some of our outside scenes before it got too hot, and um, then we shot our inside scenes, and we were done by like noon. Sorry, I had to get some, I had to get some water there. I was getting a little, getting a little parched. Um, yeah, so we shot this thing in like four hours, um, which I mean doesn't really—I don't know—it might, might seem like a long time for like a—I think it's like a three-minute video. But uh, yeah, no, I mean it was—it uh, was uh, really, really just cool and kind of surreal to actually uh, find myself in a position of actually like like filming something with with people, you know? <laughs> like normally all my stuff's kind of like either done by myself or you know whatever. Um, uh, like I shot like a, a little like teaser trailer for the Savannah zombie series, like a few years ago, but it was basically, it was just me and, um, I edited it to make it look like I was two different people. Like there's like, uh, a person in the, uh, or a zombie walking towards the camera and then a person walks into frame. Well, it's, it's, it's really just both me. <laughs> like I just, I just did a little, uh, little masking, a little editing to, um, make it seem like it was two different people but like yeah like that's kind of what uh i've been stuck with up until now and then like to step onto like um 
it's weird because it's like uh, it was one of the actors. It was his house. He was like, "Hey, I have this like office area." And we're like, "Okay, we can use that." Um, so uh, I stepped in there like Saturday, and uh, just know if I say Saturday, I'm talking about like the two weeks ago Saturday. Um, so I stepped in there Saturday, and I'm like, "All right." So I immediately started to like, "All right," looking at this uh, office area, and I'm like, "All right, oh, I need to set up the shot for this guy over here." And all right, I'm checking like lighting and stuff like this. And like my brain kind of just like immediately went into like filmmaking mode. And um, yeah, it was just this really weird thing. It was like almost like, hey, like, hey, you, you actually, you're kind of like, you know what you're, you know what you're doing. And it was kind of comforting. Uh, now, going back and watching some of my footage, like I feel like I've learned some things about my directing, just my limited scope. Um, some things that I can improve on and all that. Um, but yeah, uh, this past Saturday, um, I actually uh, was able to get it all edited together. Um, I was really hoping to uh, use a couple of uh, either software uh, or apps on my phone. I guess we don't call them softwares anymore, do we? We call it? Do we call it everything just apps? Because I think it just says like when you go to the computer, like I think it just says apps. I guess doesn't even say software anymore. Or programs. So, uh, whatever. I guess I'm old now. Um, anyways, so, like, I was hoping to do it with, like, a couple different apps on my phone, because that's normally how I do things, but, like, this project's a little bit bigger than just my average, you know, phone project. Uh, so, um, yeah, there's, like, I think the two big apps that I use are, um, I have an iPhone, so I use, uh, Apple's iMovie, and then I use another app for editing called oh man I forget, I'm going blank on what, what it's called Video Leap yeah Video Leap and uh, uh, it's pretty good but it is uh, subscription based for most of the features which is like uh, I don't want to pay like a subscription um, probably the most experience with uh, Premiere Pro which is Adobe's uh, video editing which is you know used from anything from like YouTube videos to like major uh, you know film productions use Premiere Pro um, but that is also a subscription based and I used to have a subscription to it um, but for like just like the one program it's like 20 bucks a month and then for like their whole like creative suites 50 bucks a month I don't have that kind of money you know what I'm saying um, so I was like really trying to find like something that was uh, like free um, or you know like cheaper or maybe something that you could just buy like outright um and i think i was watching some old like film riot videos on youtube which like if you're into filmmaking or you you know like like the idea of it and you want to learn more um check out film riot on youtube um just super great resource um and it's really cool to go back and watch their older episodes um all the way up into their newer episodes because like they started off like real low budget like you know like real indie uh filmmaking and now like their their stuff is still still like indie but like their production values are like it's like top-notch stuff so it's really cool to see like the evolution in their in their youtube channel um anyways i was just happened to be watching like an old video on their channel um and they were looking at the software called hit film express uh, it's a free software, and I was like, oh, wait, free software? Um, and as I'm watching them, uh, Ryan use it on, on Film Riot, and I'm like, okay, like, it seems pretty 
not you know not exactly the same as Premiere Pro, but it seems kind of like almost like the same setup. Like I could be like more familiar with that. That'd be cool. So I look it up. Um, it is technically free, but they do ask for a uh, like a, I guess a donation. Not really a donation, but just like you know like hey like chuck in uh, chuck in a buck for uh, for our developers and stuff like that. But they do offer it in tiers. Um, so, like, if you really do need, like, just free video editor, you can get it for free. Very basic, not a lot of features. Um, but, like, I think it's, like, a $9, uh, $20, and then a $40. Um, there are three different tiers. And then, like, for each one that you pay for, like, there are uh, add-ons and uh, effects and stuff like that. Different things that they add on to uh, the, the, the program itself. Um, so, I think I did, like, the $20 one just to get started um and uh yeah now kind of using it i was like i probably should have just done the 40 dollars one and just kind of like bit the bullet on it um because like the features that are included in those in those uh like uh, beginning tiers and all that which i think it's only available for when you're first starting out so if you are first starting out and you do want to check out hit film and you're like ah, i don't know if i want to spend 40 dollars like spend the $40 like go ahead and just get those extra things because they do cost more as add-ons like uh, afterwards so you'll be saving yourself a little bit in the long run and you know you'll have more stuff and like hey might be stuff you might not use but like later um, in your filmmaking career you might be like hey I might want to do this effect and then you already have it you don't have to buy it kind of deal um, so anyways yeah fit hit uh, excuse me hit film express that's really cool I really liked it uh, I did the first uh, like rough edit of uh, the short film this past Saturday um, so did, I think I started some of it on Friday uh, but yeah the most of it I, I finished up on on Saturday and got it all together uh, so now it's just going back and like fine-tuning and just doing a little like, you know, color correction on some scenes uh, Or some some clips uh, Yeah, but it's it was really uh, Yeah, it was, the production was really uh, really easy like um, I would I would I don't know if it's like because because it is somewhat uh, similar to the way like Premiere Pro set up and like the different functions and all that um, if I was able to do it, but like, yeah, it was really like, once you get the hang of it, like I did watch like one tutorial, um, kind of just to get the basics, you know, like where everything is, I would recommend doing that just so you kind of have an idea of where different things are. Um, so you're not having to constantly like, like look for stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, really recommend it. I really like it so far. Um, like I said, it's technically you can get it for free. Um, but they do offer like paid tiers and you get you get more stuff so the more you pay the more stuff you get um, and then there actually is a pro version um, that you could buy um, outright I don't remember the price on that um, so like if you did want to like eventually like up your game uh, there is a pro version for a one-time price that's not a subscription which to me I, that's that's important to me I don't I like like maybe now like the production company I'll be doing more videos and it might make more sense but still like having to pay a subscription for uh, a software it's just like I get it like I, I had the subscription for Adobe I just I don't like it I just rather would pay for my software and then just have it on my computer um, and not have to constantly like 
and the thing about like Adobe too, like I love Premiere Pro and I love that program, but like I always felt like any time that I was like actually going to get on there and use it, update. I had to update because I hadn't used it in so long, and like it's like it, maybe if you're using it every day, if it's a part of your job, like if it's part of your like your school or whatever, you know, like I could see it. But for like just a person like me, like I just using it like every now and then, like it's just it was just it's just not worth. It. It's just not cost effective. So, anyways, uh, check out Hit, Hit Film Express if you're looking to do it into some uh, video editing and they got like a lot of cool uh, like uh, features on there like a lot of like you know uh, video effects sound of um, sound editing and stuff like that um, a lot of visual effects you can do a lot of uh, like comp uh, uh, stuff that you can do like video effects um, like you would do with Adobe's After Effects kind of deal and if none of this makes any sense to you sorry um, I apologize, like some of this uh, uh, jargon is, it is jargon, um, but anyways, it's kind of hard to like stop and explain like every single thing. But uh, yeah, really cool program if you're getting into video editing and you're looking for a cheaper solution, uh, check that out, it's cool, um, I like it a lot. So yeah. Yeah, I got like I said, I got the the first uh, the first draft or that's not a book, the first cut. Uh, I got that put together. I sent it to Adam. He really liked it. Um, like I said, I still got some tweaking to do. So I don't know if we have like a, a date yet where we're gonna put it out. Uh, we'll probably start pushing um, a little bit more like advertising in September because the book comes out at the end of uh, October. So we'll probably be like you know like advertising wise marketing wise uh pushing like uh like the pre-orders and like uh getting the idea of the book out there a little bit more because um, uh yeah the anthology it's uh it's coming up it's almost almost two months away now and um yeah it's it's pretty cool like there's a lot of uh people that have been writing for a long time there's like like writers that are brand new like yeah, and it's just, it feels like a really good, uh, really good group of, uh, people that wanted to write this thing. Um, so if you're interested in that, you can check it out on Facebook. Uh, it's at, uh, the Valhalla, uh, Books, uh, Facebook page. And you can, um, pre-order it on Amazon, The Devil's Do. Um, I'm thinking that you can probably, uh, type in Adam... Adam Messer's name, and that'll make it come up too. Maybe I don't know, um, but yeah, it's available for pre-order. You can get it, and it will be delivered to your Kindle or your e-reader of choice. Well, not your e-reader choice, your Kindle app. Um, October thirty-first, which is Halloween. Um, so yeah, Halloween this year. What uh, what are we doing? You know, like what's going on? Like, <laughs> what are we doing for Halloween? Social distancing Halloween. Uh, hey, I'm going to come to your driveway and throw some candy at me. Aight. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, Halloween's probably going to be... It's just, you know, that's this whole... I think everybody's just collectively, like, over, like, coronavirus. Like, even, like, you know, like... Um, like, not, not to make, like, light of it or anything. Um, but, because uh, it is a real thing. I don't know if you. I don't know if you guys know that. Very real. Um, but like, I think just like collectively, everybody's just like, dude, this thing is super lame. And uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're just uh, everybody just wants to get back to normal. I think for the most part. 
Um, but uh, you can argue that so many different ways. But that's this isn't that podcast. We don't talk about politics, politics on here, politics or politics. Get them out of here. I don't want to talk about them. Um, I only talk about that stuff in real life with real people face to face. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that that ain't that ain't here, dog. If you want that, you can you can take your your stuff and take it up the road, Jack. I don't I don't know what am I saying? Like what are, like what are even the words coming out of my mouth right now? Ah, oh, gosh, I'm so tired. Why am I always tired? Oh, that's right, cause I, I work all the time. Um, so, anyways, um, yeah. So let's see. I don't think I have anything else. Like film my filmmaking wise to talk about uh we are trying to still get our uh, little uh like zombie series uh oh no zombies uh we're trying to get that taken care of um and uh we also our adam kind of uh, was like you know like what if we do like a like a like a oh no vampires like same same thing and it's like basically just the same clips but we just instead of zombies we just uh put in uh vampires and i was like yeah that's my kind of humor, so let's do it. And um, so we're still working on getting those up off the uh, off the ground. Uh, one of our actors, Bill Cooper, who plays uh, the devilish character in our little short film, he uh, he had an idea for a uh, a short. He had the short story idea, and um, Adam was like, "Hey, let's uh, let's let's turn that to a, a short film too." So we've got we've got like a bunch of stuff. We got a bunch of stuff that we want to start working on. Um, we're gonna finish up this little uh, Devil's Do uh, trailer first, or short film. It's kind of I'm thinking about editing it as as a short film, but then also as kind of like a like a 15 second, 30 second like like teaser trailer kind of deal, more more commercial, more ad kind of kind of uh, kind of deal. But there will be the full short film. Um, so, anyways, uh, yep, that's it, that's all that stuff, um, I also want to talk about, uh, this past Saturday, while I was busy editing, uh, the, the, the first cut there, uh, DC did their big, uh, virtual, uh, convention called DC Fandom, um, and they released a whole bunch of, a whole slew of, uh, new content, new DC stuff that's coming out finally got a bunch of first looks at, at some stuff like uh the batman movie coming out uh james gunn's suicide squad got another look at that snyder cut that i'm super excited for um got the final trailer of wonder woman 84 uh some new new games coming out and i feel like i'm missing something oh yeah there's like uh the black adam and I think they did some Shazam 2 talk. But yeah, like the big things were like, you know, Snyder Cut, The Batman, uh, Suicide Squad, uh, Wonder Woman 84, all that stuff. Um, but I'm at work, so I got to go to work now. So we'll, we'll do a part two of this episode. Well, it's really part two for me. It's all going to sound like one big episode for y'all because I'm going to just put them together. But, you know, hey, I'm just letting you see. I'm just giving you a little peek behind the curtain. All right. Just letting you know what's going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I guess um, I'll see y'all in, like, a couple of seconds where, for me, it's going to be a couple 
and by a couple I mean a lot of hours but anyways okay cool Hey everybody, this is Josh. Hey, um, so if you are an indie author or self-published author and uh, you're looking for a way to get your book out there, uh, yeah, I'd be interested in uh, doing some sponsorships for your book or your book series or, you know, whatever whatever you're doing out there, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm self-published, as you guys have probably heard listening to the podcast, and so uh, I know what it's like. I know what it's like trying to get your work out there. It's kind of hard to uh, find outlets for that sometimes, especially when it's just you. It's just you, one company of uh, one person. So... Uh, if you are interested in, in doing some ads, some advertisements on the Savannah Zombie Podcast, you can reach me a number of ways. You can leave me a message here on Anchor FM if that's the app you're using to listen to this. Or you can just shoot me an email at josh at com. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you and uh, looking forward to helping out. Welcome back to the Savannah Zombie Podcast. Uh, yeah, it's me, Josh, again. Hey, this is part two of this podcast episode. Um, and like I said earlier, I mean, it's really not that big of a deal. I mean, what, you listen to, what, one commercial? Maybe two? I don't know. Who knows what I'm going to throw in there? But it's only been a matter of minutes for you. It's been several hours for me. Let's see. I think it's been uh, almost nine and a half hours. Exactly. Uh, around about something I don't know something like that so anyways uh, yeah so let me get back into the um, the podcast mindset I guess I don't know I don't know really what uh, what to call this but uh, all right let's get this let's get the intro music out of here let's uh, okay cool hey so um, yeah I think before uh, we uh, I left, you guys still here, whatever, um, I brought up the fact that, uh, DC, uh, they just did their big, uh, virtual convention, the Fandome, want to talk about that, some cool stuff, because who doesn't love a good podcast with a, with a white guy talking about comic book stuff, huh? Yeah? I don't know. Um, mm. I had to get some some water in there because man it's it's hot out here it's so hot see what the temperature says right now it says 96 it's way too hot and who knows what it really feels like with the, the humidity um i don't know meteorologist probably um yeah so i'm a little <laughs> I'm a little bit more uh energetic the second half probably because uh i don't know i've been awake longer um but uh yeah so anyways dc's fandom I uh, didn't watch all of it. I've kind of like caught up on stuff as I have um, just kind of like the past few days. I did watch some of it live. Oh, what did I watch live? Uh, was it Suicide Squad? I the Suicide Squad. I don't remember. I was doing a lot of the editing too, and I was trying to be diligent and not watch the fandom stuff. But, anyways, um, I think the thing that I'm most excited about is. Um, the Snyder Cut of Justice League, and that's just because it's something I've kind of been like following um, 
like ever since like it kind of started like happening like where people were talking about it or every really since uh Zack Snyder uh stepped down from Justice League and he uh had to step away for for some personal reasons and a little family tragedy um is basically the the reason that kind of caused him to step away and then uh Warner Brothers uh brought in Joss Whedon uh, who's, you know, pretty famous for doing the, uh, first two Avenger movies and making those a big thing, um, and just doing a real good job with those, and, um, yeah, so they brought him in to basically finish the movie, is kind of how it was, uh, kind of how, how it was sold, um, but it, come to find out, he, uh, did a lot of extensive, like, reshoots, um, and because of that, there was the whole, like, mustache gate where Henry Cavill, who had, you know, filmed all his scenes and moved on to another movie, Mission Impossible, I think it's Fallout, and had a, a mustache for that role, wasn't unable to, uh, you know, shave the mustache and all that stuff, and they had to CGI over this mustache, and it just looked horrible. Um, so, yeah, like, Justice League as the movie, like, I... I don't feel like it's like horrible but it's definitely you can just you're just watching it and you're just like yeah this this doesn't feel like what we were supposed to get um i guess another thing that's come out too is that like warner brothers gave um really wanted the movie to be like two hours like standard movie time um batman versus superman was like two and a half hours three hours um with the unrated director's cut um and they really wanted Justice League to be two hours long, um, and supposedly, like, that was actually something they told Zack Snyder, and he thought they were joking, um, but when Joss Whedon came in, it was really something that they gave him, um, as a very strict guideline, so not only did he have to do, like, all these extensive kind of, like, reshoots in order to supposedly kind of punch things up, uh, they wanted to, you know, to make it a little bit more light, not as dark, um, as, like, Batman versus Superman, because there had been so much, like, backlash against it, um, just a lot of factors going into the Justice League, and the end product just not being, you know, uh, for, you know, whether you're a fan of DC Comics, or, you know, the Justice League, or, um, the Batman versus Superman, like, I don't really think, like, this movie satisfied, really, anybody, I mean, I'm not saying, like, it's it's not a bad movie. I kind of, like, I enjoyed it, but, like, at the same time, it, it was, you could just tell, like, it wasn't, like, there was just something, it was off, and it just didn't seem like it was what it was supposed to be kind of deal. Um, so, anyways, yeah, uh, that, that came out in theaters, it, I pretty much, like I said, most people were like, eh, this is not that great. Um, and, uh, I don't know exactly when it started, um, because Zack Snyder kind of stepped away from everything, uh, just to, you know, be with his family and stuff like that, and just to kind of go through the, the, the grief of, of the tragedy that happened to him, um, and, uh, yeah, so, I remember seeing, like, not... It wasn't like super long after, but he had put out this uh, this short movie. Uh, I think it was called Snow Steam Iron. I think it's some combination of those three words. I think it's Snow Steam Iron. Um, and uh, basically, he shot it on an iPhone, um, which 
I think is what caught my attention uh, because like I said earlier I was really into like the idea of mobile uh, filmmaking and using the iPhone as like your camera just because you know it's what you have like everybody has like one of these and you can use it to do a lot of different things um, and it's kind of like using what you have kind of deal so you hear you have this big name director Zack Snyder he's made this this short film with an iPhone and he used the DJI Osmo uh, mobile the mobile phone gimbal uh, which I also had so I'm like okay cool like he's using the same stuff that I have and he just made the, it, it just I mean it's just a short little you know just a short little movie um, that uh, like he made his wife uh, who's uh, always a constant producer um, on his films uh, she uh, she was uh, helped produce it and then just like close like uh, the friends and stuff like that of them um, and come to find out like it was kind of a way for them to kind of go through and do some healing uh, through uh, you know just what they've gone through and uh, you know it's just one of those things like about like like artists like you know like what do we do like when we hurt it's like well we, we make art um, so yeah, I saw the short film and it was I don't know, I thought it was good, um, especially you know knowing the the backstory behind it and everything. Um, but I don't really remember when like the the press uh, or the push for a Snyder cut uh, release began, but it was kind of just like over time like things started like slowly like leaking out that there was more to this story than. Uh, uh, Zack Snyder being, uh, you know, leaving Justice League to kind of deal with this, uh, this, uh, tragedy, supposedly, like, there was kind of, like, you know, trouble in the waters before, like, all of this happened, and it just so happened that this thing happened, and, um, he, you know, stepped down because of that, but Warner Brothers was kind of already looking at, uh, making some of these changes, or trying to figure out how to make these changes, um, and, uh, I feel like that was really too, like, like, it was like after that, like, it started happening more often, like, where directors started getting, like, pulled off of projects, um, cause, let's see, when did Rogue One come out? Did it come out at the same time? Rogue One, Star Wars, and Star Wars has been, like, very, very, the whole Lucasfilm has been very much like this, where... There's been a director on it, and then it gets pulled off, or there's a director attached to this project, and it's pulled off. Like, Rogue One, uh, Gareth Edwards gets the directing credit on there, but I think even he w got pulled off, and somebody came back and reshot the the third act of the movie, uh, Suicide Squad. Um, I think David Ayer was the uh, director on that. He ended up kind of, he got the director credit, but ended up getting pulled off. And I think the the company that made the trailer, the final trailer, actually came back and re-edited the movie to make it more like that trailer. So that changed that tone of the movie. Uh, what else? Uh, Colin Trevorrow was supposed to uh, direct uh, the third episode in the new Star Wars sequel trilogy. Um, he got pulled off because they didn't like the way that it was going. And... Um, man I feel like it's just happened a lot more like where there's been a director attached to something and they get pulled off ever since the Zack Snyder and Justice League kind of deal 
but um, anyways, uh, so yeah, there's just kind of like this growing story for the same, I think it came out in 2017, like just these past like three years, and then finally we, like Zack Snyder is on the social media, uh, Vero, is it Vero? I think it's called Vero. I was on it for like maybe like two weeks, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of lame, dude. <laughs> but anyways, I should have stayed on there because Zack Snyder's been just like slowly like leaking things, like, hey, this is what I was gonna do with this, and this is what I was gonna do here in Justice League, and like all these like little just like little uh, tidbits and stuff like that that he's kind of just been slowly like a, just a slow drip, um, and just feeding feeding the uh, the frenzy for more. Uh, more push towards getting the Snyder cut and it's been this huge thing and Warner Brothers I think they were like like they didn't want to go back and like redo Justice League but at the same time like there's so much push and so much demand for it I mean it really doesn't make sense for them not to anyways um, HBO Max which is now HBO's new streaming service owned by Warner Brothers um, and uh, so they're like this is the perfect platform for it and anyways big big release uh for it on uh the dc fandom this past weekend they showed an extended clip uh or extended trailer for it with a lot of scenes that were either in like the original trailer that like weren't in the justice league 2017 movie or unseen footage so like how much footage, like, in the, and then and then come to find out, it's going to be a four-hour-long, uh, like, mini-series split up into one-hour, uh, one-hour pieces. And on top of that, he's not going to use any footage that Joss Whedon reshot or used or like he shot like all anything. It's all Zack Snyder footage. So you're telling me you had four hours? probably plus of footage for this movie and like we got like a two-hour justice league like that's just crazy to me the fact that they made this trailer for it for the dc fandom and it's like all this stuff like where was that we never saw that we never saw that that was in the trailer um it's just it's just crazy to me that like there was all this stuff that they could have done with it but they didn't they wanted to make it like more humorous and more lighthearted. not you know just not the dark Zack Snyder verse I guess um, that he had planned originally because um, like that was the whole that was the whole plan he had this like five movie arc um, it was supposed to be Batman versus Superman um, no Man of Steel Batman versus Superman Justice League uh, I think Justice League 2 and then a Justice League 3, I think. I think that's what it was. Um, but yeah, it was supposed to be like a five-movie arc. And after all of the, I guess, backlash versus uh, against uh, Batman versus Superman, um, which, you know, I I'll be honest with you. At first, when I first watched Batman versus Superman in the theaters, I'm like, what? That was it? Like, I went and, and saw it with my nephew. And, um, I didn't I remember saying to him, like, there, I think there was, like, one joke in that entire movie. Like, wow, is it so serious? <laughs> but I still hadn't seen Man of Steel, um, before that. Um, so there, there's also that. My mind changed when I saw the unrated director's cut, which added an extra 30 minutes into it. and made a lot more sense, as far as the story goes. Because when you're watching the theatrical cut of Batman vs. Superman... There's the same like story beats are there, but they're like missing, uh, like like extra like extra stuff. So you're just like, 
okay why is that person doing that though like that doesn't make any sense what's in the director's cut it's like it it's in the three hours you just got to watch the three hour version um but anyways uh so yeah they the fact that they just released this trailer with a bunch of just footage that we haven't seen this got me super excited um i don't have hbo max now but i definitely probably will get it when that comes out um because yeah that's that's really cool i'm not like a super like i wouldn't say like Zack snyder's like one of my i mean i would say he's one of my favorite directors but it's it's not like i think his uh movies are like super super amazing but i just like the vision that he has for things and the way that he's able to articulate that and uh get it on screen because even though you might not agree with it and you might not uh you might not uh really like that take on certain characters and stuff like that like the man knows what what kind of movie he wants to make and he makes it and so i, I will give him that ah excuse me drinking some water just trying to stay hydrated y'all hey if you haven't drank water go ahead and go get you some water i'll wait did you get it cool all right um and uh let's see going just to tie this thing back into you know the savannah zombie podcast one of my favorite zombie movies is dawn of the dead um but not the george romero one i like the Zack snyder remake of dawn of the dead um, I really uh, have always just enjoyed that one as a zombie movie. Um, it's, in in my opinion, it's like a really good remake, if not its own its own thing. Um, just uh, yeah, it's just always been one of my favorites. Um, so yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much all I got to say about that. Um, what else was? I mean, obviously the Batman trailer for the new Batman movie titled The Batman um it was very uh yeah it's very uh very uh I don't I don't want to use the word interesting but definitely definitely got my interest um I don't I definitely wasn't one of those that was like oh Robert Pattinson got um he's gonna be Batman Twilight Boy is gonna be Batman that doesn't even make sense man like it, I, people say that about i feel like literally every batman they're like oh that guy's gonna be batman he can't be batman and then they are batman and like they become like this like they become batman for like a generation like i feel like it was like the same way with uh martin martin <laughs> oh man michael keaton <laughs> you know martin keaton uh the famous batman <laughs> Michael Keaton, uh, I feel like people like were the same way, like, oh, what, Mr. Mom's gonna be the Batman? I don't think Mr. Mom could be Batman, but, you know, people are, will still argue to this day that Michael Keaton is the best Batman, and, um, I don't, yeah, I was talking with a co-worker about this yesterday, I was like, I don't, I don't know, I just feel like everybody, like, has done, like, a really, like, good job as Batman, or a good take, um, I feel like, probably the weakest one is Clooney and that's not knock on Clooney I just don't think like I just feel like that was just one of the uh, Batman versus Superman or Batman and Robin just was it's just one of the weaker movies um not to say that it doesn't have its its merits or its enjoyabilities as a, as a movie I definitely remember watching it uh as a younger 
see how old was I when I was probably preteen, young teenager. And uh, yeah, I just remember that one coming out. And I was like, this is kind of goofy, but I mean, it's Batman, so I'll watch it. Um, but uh, yeah, and we then got into it, you know, talking about the Joker, who the best Joker is, and all that. And I was like, I just, I don't know, I like all the takes on Joker. Even, uh, even, um, what's his face? I'm going blank on his name. Um, God dang it. Jared Leto. Jared Leto's uh, Joker. Like, even that one, like, it's different. It's, you know, not your normal Joker, but, like, that's the thing about, I think that's cool about the Joker, is that you can do all these different versions of it, because he's insane, and who knows if, like, maybe, like, maybe it's the same guy just doing different things in every movie, I don't know, um, but, uh, yeah, so, if you want to argue with that on me, um, you're more than welcome to go to, um, Savannah Zombie Novel Instagram, and, um, pick a random post and just argue about who the best Batman or best Joker is, um, and I'll probably, uh, not get back to you. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, that new Batman movie, I think it's gonna be good. And the cool thing about that, uh, just tying this whole thing back into filmmaking, is, like, with Justice League, you got all this footage that we've never seen before, that supposedly was on the cutting room floor, and made this, uh, trailer with with all the stuff that we haven't seen and it's going to be four hours long the batman movie has only been shot like 25 to 30 percent of it has only been filmed because it got shut down for the covid uh virus and uh so it's just like here on one hand we have this four hour long monstrosity that's got a ton of footage um, and a ton of stuff uh, like that just, we haven't even seen. And then on the other hand, you have this awesome trailer where only 25 to 30 percent of it has been filmed. And the trailer is coherent and makes sense. It looks like there's a plot there. Like, DC is definitely, and I guess Warner Brothers, they have definitely upped their game. They have definitely been like, I don't know, I don't know what's, what's changed there where it before. It just seemed like, you know, they're trying to play catch up with Marvel, trying to get, you know, like Marvel is just like, you know, steamrolling through everything, but they've also like taken the time to build it up where I think that was another, that was another complaint I had about Justice League is like they tried to, they basically tried to make the Avengers with like half, not even half the movies that Marvel had before like they made Avengers. Like Marvel had, let's see, Iron Man, Incredible Hulk. Thor, Captain America, Iron Man 2, um, am I missing one? No, I think that's it. They had five movies before they made Avengers, and all the characters, with really the exception of Hawkeye, like, had a pretty decent setup. Like, even Black Widow, her small, um, part in Iron Man 2, I mean, it sets her up pretty well as, as the Black Widow. So that you're not completely taken off by her when you get to Avengers. Um, Justice League had Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Wonder Woman. Three movies. Alright? Aquaman. Okay, and you can. If you want to count the super brief cameos, 
in uh, Batman vs Superman, you can, but they don't count. Just so you know, just so you know, um, Aquaman doesn't show up until Justice League. Flash doesn't show up until Justice League. Now, at the same time, you can also say there's a cameo of Flash in Suicide Squad. Doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't show. There's no character growth for these characters until Justice League. Cyborg. There's barely even any character growth for him in Justice League. And that was another thing that uh, Zack Snyder is talking about in his panels is like, you know, Cyborg, and that he's like talked about this before, Cyborg is the heart of Justice League. And like, he is like the heart of this movie. Um, and there's so much footage of him that we uh, saw in this trailer. And um, like, there was like no character growth for Cyborg in Justice League. It's like, oh, you're, you got like robot arms and stuff like that. That's cool. Hey, you want to blow some stuff up? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Anyways, it was just like it's just it was just crazy. Like I don't I don't even remember the original point I I was trying to make because I just started ranting. And um, you know, once you get on those comic book rants, it's 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 easy to lose sight of the the forest when you're amongst the trees or however that saying goes. I don't know. I'm I'm so tired right now. I just worked a full day. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Anyways, long story short, Justice League. They, I, the 2017 Warner Brothers. They just seemed like they were trying to like catch up to the Avengers. Where now they're like, okay, we're obviously we're just we're going to do something different. And I think that's the my biggest takeaway from uh, the DC fandom is like, hey, we're gonna do some different stuff. Um, and we're just gonna we're just gonna do good stuff. We're just we're just gonna do good stuff. Everything that pretty much came out in DC fandom seemed like it was real top notch, real uh, real good stuff. Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, Patty Jenkins is back as the director for that. Um, I think Wonder Woman uh, the first movie was really good. I don't think it's as good as like everybody was like, oh, this movie is amazing. It's good. No, I'm not saying it's not good. Um, it, and it, it's pretty good, you know, but like the, uh, amazing, like it kind of, it just, it fell apart in the third act. Like the third act just wasn't, it wasn't as strong, but anyways, um, the trailer for that looks really good. The, um, uh, bad guys look very, um, interesting. They had, they have piqued my interest in, uh, in that movie. So I'm excited for whenever that one's supposed to be out. Cause it was supposed to be out by now freaking covid man gosh there's so many good movies supposed to come out this year and they haven't come out and it's been uh, seriously yeah it's driving me insane man it's like you get like a look you and then you get things like this like the dc fan and you get like these all these 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 sneak peeks of these things that are supposed to be out and i'm like oh my gosh Anyways, part of the reason that me and Adam kind of wanted to start Dead Pixel Pictures too is like, you know what? Like, there's, there's just, there's nothing coming out right now. There's no movies. We need to, we need to get something out of there. We need to make some content for the people to consume. Um, and uh, so yeah, we're looking to, we're looking to fill that void in your lives with some really badly produced, low budget horror. So um, that's. That's the that's the big tie-in to today's episode. Everything that's going on in this world right now, it sucks, guys. It really it really does. 
Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna get through this. We're gonna get through this together. Okay, we're gonna watch movies together. Eventually, we'll be back in theaters, six seats apart. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but uh, yeah. Now we'll everything. Everything's gonna be alright. I sing better than that. I'm just not trying. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, that's my big DC fandom rant. It's not anywhere near comprehensive of what what's going on there. Uh, DC slash Warner Brothers definitely look like they know where they're doing, know what they're doing, know uh, know where they want to go. Uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. That looks really fun. Um, I was watching some of the special features uh, the other day um, of Guardians of the Galaxy on Disney Plus, and um, yeah, just you can just really tell that he's super into the films that he makes, and he's not just like you know he's not just doing it for the paycheck. Like he's a fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's a fan of the Suicide Squad. Like he you know he likes these things just as much as we do, um, and he wants to make good movies. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited about that one too. They haven't released a lot. They kind of just gave us a roster who is in the Suicide Squad. Uh, I'm glad to see that they're keeping a couple of them, uh, like Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang and uh, Margot Robbie, of course, as Harley Quinn. Um, yeah, so it uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun once movies start coming back out, y'all. Oh man, I just wish you know. Like, I get it. Like I don't. I, I know, like, it's just a huge loss for them to release it on streaming. I just wish there was some way that it could, like, hey, like, we'll just release these on streaming. I know Disney Plus is about to drop uh, Mulan on on September 4th or 7th, one of those days, the beginning of September. But it's, like, an extra, like, it's $30 to buy it. Now, granted, you, you own it, like, you have it, like, until, like, you don't have a Disney Plus subscription anymore. But, like, still, it's like, ah, man. Like, even, like, with me, like, I got two little girls. But, you know, one's five and the other one's one. One-year-old, she doesn't really, she don't care. Um, and then the five-year-old, like, I don't know. Like, just watching, like, the trailer. It obviously, it, I mean, it seems like a little bit more of an intense move on. Like, there's, like, no music in it at all. Um, so, I don't know, like, is this too intense for a five-year-old? Um, I mean, even the cartoon Mulan's kind of intense. Like, once that, once they come across, like, the burned-down village, like, like, I mean, there's, like, literally no music in the rest of that movie. Like, it's done. Like, it's serious time. It's time to get down to business to defeat those Huns, you know? And, uh, that's my Hun pun. Sorry. Um... Yeah, so, I don't know, like, uh, $30 is a lot for a movie that, mm, probably I'm just gonna watch. So, uh, um, yeah, because my wife, she really, she couldn't care less, or could care less, however, I don't know, however that idiom goes, you know, it's one of those ones that people say it both ways, only one of them's technically correct, but you know what I'm saying, words, y'all, English? You think? I, I write good, but I don't speak that well, alright? <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, I'm almost home, guys. Um, so, let's get out of here. It's a little bit longer of an episode. Because it's got two parts. Two parts for me. It's really just one, one episode for y'all. But, hey, 
Uh, follow me on Instagram, Savannah Zombie Novel. I think that's it. That's the whole thing. Follow me on Instagram. Hey, do me a favor. Follow Dead Pixel Pictures on Instagram as well. Uh, we're just uh, just getting that started. We'll be posting things every now and then on there um, until I get that uh, get that video whipped up, and we'll post it. We'll post it on YouTube. Uh, go find our YouTube page. I think it's just Dead Pixel Pictures. Um, go find it. Subscribe. There's no videos on there yet. Why would there be videos on there? We haven't made anything yet, but go ahead and subscribe. So whenever we do, you'll be you'll be right in there getting getting that good old content. You know what I'm saying? And uh, lastly, if you could, I would greatly appreciate it if you left a review. Um, wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's uh, Apple Podcast or Spotify or even on Anchor.fm. If you're listening to this podcast and you enjoy it, you get some kind of, I don't know, uh, entertainment, uh, educational nourishment from it, I don't know, just leave a review. It helps out so much. I hear I hear other podcasts say, leave reviews. So it's gotta be, it's gotta be a real thing, right? Like people don't just ask for reviews. I know it helps when my books get reviews. So it's gotta help podcast, right? I don't know. Help me find out. Leave me some reviews wherever you're listening to this podcast. All right. Uh, that's it. Uh, I'll try to be more diligent and post another episode this next week. I'm thinking about doing an audio commentary on a movie, uh, but I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it up to, to the fates of podcasting before I before I put that out in the universe. But anyways, it's Josh Vasquez. You've been listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, talk to you next time.